What's up, basketball fans? This is Zero Gravity, Paula Media's NBA podcast, presented by Big City Wings, Houston's Wing Joint, and Apollo's Wing Joint. If you haven't already, go down to any Big City Wings near you. There are 13 locations right now. They're opening their 14th location soon. We had an awesome watch party for the Houston Texans yesterday. We're recording this on Sunday, January 14th. Had an awesome watch party at the Marquee location off of Katy Freeway. We're having another one next week. So stay tuned and go to Big City Wings today. And this podcast is also brought to you by Celebrity Mint. Go check out their legal tender, awesome graded collectibles with Mike Tyson, Ric Flair, and more at CelebrityMint.com. Thank you all for sponsoring this episode. I'm joined by the What We Learn Houston Rockets edition king, Josh Garcia. How we doing, bud? I'm doing great, man. We're, uh, you know, you and I were on two separate sides. Uh, I'm, I'm loving what the Texans did yesterday. I know you're not having the greatest time over there. You might be a little dead. Mm-hmm. Um, but I'm just so glad that at least one of us is doing well. Um, you're, it's, it's Maverick season after all for you. Yep. Um, we're just gonna keep it pushing, but as for right now, bring on Baltimore, bring on Kansas city, whoever we're going to play. Um, the Rockets have kind of taken a backseat. Uh, I, I've maybe watched two minutes of the game last night. Shout out Cam Whitmore. Great. 22 points, career high. Awesome. Yeah. Um, but it's a football town for the next couple <laughs> weeks, or at least however, however long this, this, this incredible Cinderella run goes. Uh, but I'm doing great, man. How you doing? I, I feel bad. Um, I'm dead inside. Um, everything hurts. Yeah. Um, nothing's going to feel good ever again, probably. So it's basketball no. season. Um, it's hockey season. It's college basketball season. Uh, yesterday was a rough day for me. Dolphins lose. Mississippi State basketball loses to Alabama at home. Um, mm. The Dallas Mavericks lose a game that they should have won to the Pelicans that had zero players playing. And But yeah. the Dallas Stars won. So like I got one out of four. Yay, you did it, man. <laughs> Pain. Oh, Pain. man. G- g- give me some life in those eyes. This I'm episode, trying. Man. Um, I know it's tough. It's we tough. can do this. We, we can do this pretty quickly here. We'll get the life brewing. Uh, Chicago Bulls, they introduced a number of players and coaches and executives into the Ring of Honor this past weekend, including Phil Jackson, um, Jerry Krause, GM, architect, arguably, of the the two dynasties, the the three, the two triple championship teams with a little break in, yep. in between with Michael Jordan uh, being told not to play basketball again by David Stern for a couple of years. Um, neither yep. here nor there. But Jerry Krause was inducted into the Bulls ring of honor when they announced his name and his graphic and his name and his face goes up on the Jumbotron, the Chicago Bulls fans. Boo. Boo, boo Jerry Krause after... Like he delivered six championships to the city of Chicago through Chicago Bulls. So his his widowed wife is sitting there. I can't remember her name, but Mrs. Krause is sitting there um, waiting to hear cheers about Jerry Krause for what his uh, accomplishments with the Chicago Bulls were. And all she got was booze to start. I, I think it started to change into cheers as the video went on, but the booze were loud enough to where that's the only thing that she could hear. She obviously breaks down into tears because she misses her husband and he did accomplish a lot for the Chicago Bulls. And I I think last dance has changed the perception of reality for those nineties Bulls teams where everyone thinks that it was Phil Jackson and Michael Jordan and Scottie Pippen. And it was, there was no one else behind the scenes doing all the work and getting that team set up and paying people and working with the salary cap that wasn't as big as it is today. Like that's a difficult thing to do when you right. have Michael Jordan and Scottie Pippen on your team. Like you got to navigate the salary cap and 
he did it back then and he made Michael Jordan happy enough to keep coming back and keep playing basketball and made Scottie Pippen happy enough to keep coming back and playing basketball for the Chicago Bulls. And they won six titles and the Bulls fans boo for, I I don't really understand it. Like if my team won six titles, I am cheering incessantly for anyone and everyone that is involved with those teams. Everyone. It's no particular, you know, this is probably the worst uh, breakup that you could ever think of when Jerry Krause left or not left, but when he broke it all up, the bulls were just dead for what was it? Five, 10 years until they got D Rose basically. Yeah. Um, they, yeah. Eddie Curry, Jamal Crawford, pe- people forget Nazir Muhammad. I think he was on that Kirk team. Heinrich. Um, crazy stuff, crazy stuff. Um, I feel really bad for the family. Um, but I think that Michael Jordan, and and people have said this on Twitter, and this was even before the last dance, Michael Jordan himself has done so much to keep his legacy alive while still making it act like he's doing it behind the scenes so it doesn't seem like a big deal. Um, He tears people down, like, very bad. Whether it be with his own words or, like, him kind of insinuating something, the last dance really showed everyone's ass. Um... And I'm not saying that Michael Jordan is this some crazy evil man. He's one of the greatest basketball players of all time. But I think it is really a testament to his own demeanor, his own attitude, that he was almost scapegoating Jerry Krause in that entire situation when Jerry Krause, I don't want to say was the glue. Because if you really want someone to look at and someone to say, fuck you two, it is that cheap bastard, Jerry Reinsdorf. Or did I say his name right? Jerry Reinsdorf? Perfect, perfect. Sorry, I just had to make sure I knew I knew ball for a minute. <laughs> but um, yeah, if you're gonna if you're gonna shit on anybody here, it's gonna be Reinsdorf. Uh, look at look at the White Sox. They're in such a weird position that classic eighty one and eighty one team. They're the Atlanta Hawks of the MLB. They you know nothing seems to get better with Chicago. And even years later, with their one shining moment that they had, their six shining moments that they had, we're still talking about it years later, not in the greatest of ways. And it's just sad that all this coverage, all of this, you know, the, the last dance, all the documentary, the docuseries, it was great. It's awesome. It's just really, really sad to me that um, I think we, I think her name was Thelma. Thelma yeah, yeah, had to just sit there and just deal with that, you know, head on. And, and, and what Ron Harper did, who was behind Thelma, that was one of the sweetest things you could really do in that situation. He was, he just, you know, grabbed her from the yep. shoulder and was like, it'll be okay. I, I wish I can get a transcript. I, I, I would pay money to hear that transcript or to see that transcript, but it's just truly sad. Um, they did, of course, boo him. And, and even after the breakup, because Krause was still there for a while. Um, but it's just, man, he's dead. He, he's dead. It's the widow. One of the worst looks I've ever seen, not only for a fan base, but for a team, for a league. One of the worst looks I've seen in a long time. Yeah, and what you're pointing out about Michael Jordan is that he is doing his best to make sure his legacy and his image is crystal clear and stays prominent and people think of Michael Jordan as the GOAT and whatever else you want to think about Michael Jordan, the shoes, the legacy, all of that just stays intact the entire time. And with those Bulls teams, you had too many personalities, I think. Um, Phil Jackson, Jerry Krause, Reinsdorf, and... Michael Jordan, all in one room. You got to think about how many egos there are, how many people think that they are the reason that the Bulls are the way that the Bulls were. Like, the reason that they won championships. Michael Jordan thinks it's because of him. It primarily was. He is the one dribbling and shooting the basketball. 
that's the biggest part. Phil Jackson, probably one of the bigger parts as well. He's the one that implemented the triangle and had the cohesiveness and the ability to work with multiple personalities on that team, including Dennis Rodman when you add him. And he just goes on a bender in Vegas for 36 hours and they don't know where he is. So like that's a part of the last dance documentary. And then Reinsdorf is the owner. So then he thinks it's he's the reason that they're winning these championships. He's like, I this is my team. I put them together. This is this is why it happened. And then Kraus obviously is the architect and is the ability he had the ability to scout these players and had all the scouts working underneath him and made the picks and made the free agent acquisitions, made the trades put Phil Jackson in place, put Michael Jordan in place. Like, so he thinks he's the main architect. He's the reason why they won all these championships. So there's just, it's an egotistical battleground essentially is what's happening. And yes, Jerry Cross is dead. So he can no longer be a part of this, but the last dance obviously comes out three years after he dies and it's painted a certain way, which I think is the problem with sports doc or just documentaries in general. Now, um, people, won't be a part of the documentaries unless they are able to be executive producers on said documentaries. While the right. last dance was awesome because we got all of this uncovered footage that we had never seen before in the locker room on the planes, like you get all in the hotels, like you just get all of this access that we would have never had if Michael Jordan didn't say yes. Exactly. And if we don't get Michael Jordan to say yes, we don't get the last dance. So we don't get 10 hours or 11 hours, how many ever hours it was of footage that, we would have never seen in the interviews and all these kinds of things. And it's awesome because it brings up memories of people that got to watch the Jordan teams. Like I was, I don't know, two years old. The last time the bulls won a championship, with Michael Jordan. So it's like, I never got to experience it, but I've read books, I've seen documentaries, but that was the most in-depth thing that you got to see. And you got to see how everybody acted and it was very cool. But the problem with sports documentaries is that you've got to be, you got to have the player or the person or the personality to be the executive producer. So it is going to be tainted in a certain way. And we have to take every documentary that we view with a grain of salt, if they're going to be a part of the documentary. It's just how it is. Exactly, man. It, it, that was a great point that you brought up because honestly, I, we could just talk about the Jordan aspect of it and how he wanted it to be, you know, his way, you know, we'll never know the exact conversations of what that went down, not only behind the scenes during his career, but during the making of the documentary, because they said that it was like 20 years in the making, right? Yeah, they had the like footage. Like just outside of the years. footage itself. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Like just outside of the direct footage, like they had to make everything work. Um, so it really just showed, like, like it makes me wonder what is LeBron going to do for his documentary in 10, 20, 30 years? It, is it going to be another Jordan situation? Are we going to look at LeBron differently? You know, because we're, we're seeing it, and I hate to bring this back to LeBron, but we're seeing LeBron's, you know, teammates, coaches, and and I'm not saying this is unrightfully, but a lot of these people are being scapegoated as, you know, uh, cancers, as, as, you know, even Ty Lue. Mm -hmm. Like, it, it, you know, and now Ty Lue is just killing everybody with the Clippers, man. They're awesome. It's amazing. Amazing. But um, it, it makes me wonder, you know, sports documentaries, yeah, you do definitely have to take them with a grain of salt. And like I said, it was a great point by you. I, I didn't even really think about it like that. Um but it's definitely just something to always consider, always think about. It, this is media literacy training. When you when you watch when you watch the Last Dance, um, it's great. The the stories, the, the 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 quotables. I've probably seen it like three times. I might even do a rewatch rewatch again. It's been like a year and a half for yep. me, so I might have to run that back. But I truly did. Regardless, point point being, you don't boo someone's widow. It, it, I know, of course, they weren't booing her, but it makes it so 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 sad to me that. 
they had that entire that, that almost not the entire team, but I know Longley was there. I know Ron Harper was there. A couple other guys on the squad that were there uh, who haven't seen each other in years, right. and you just completely soured the night by that. Uh, and there was no immediate uh, when I when I was watching the the I think it was a league pass clip, um, which all the best stuff always happens on the fan arena yes. cam on league pass. Absolutely. Oh man, I've seen so much this year. We'll definitely do a, a, a league pass recap at the end of this yes. year, but it's it, it it's hearing the 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 arena audio. You know, it didn't sound too too bad. You know, you only heard a couple like uh, uh, a couple boos, but then you saw the the fan made video on the phone, and they were raining down. Man, it it was harsh, and the fact that that was just their immediate reaction to, you know, years and years of success. That honestly, a lot of those people in the arena probably haven't even seen with their own eyes. I mean. I've gone to a lot of NBA games recently, and I can't tell you there's, you know, there's probably 50-50, you know, people under 30 versus people over 30. I mean, why are we booing something that we don't really know why we're booing? We right. just hear other people booing, and we just go with yeah. it. I don't know. It, it, it just makes no sense to me. There there was – it's so sad that this had to happen. Um, Jerry Krause wasn't a saint. In fact, you know, the reason why he did blow everything up was because everybody was getting old. Everybody was getting old and everybody was wanting more money. What can you do with that? Scottie Pippen had two or three good years, one of them with my Rockets. Uh, that Charles Barkley Pippen year, man, that, that's one of my favorite basketball reference pages to go to. I'll even do it like once every other month or so. Um, but all those put longly retired. He had bad ankles. You know, even, even you know, Jordan just dipped off. I mean, what, what were you going to do with that team? And I don't know. Jerry Krause won six rings. There's... Not much else we can say about it. The success speaks for itself. And Chicago, everyone has to live with it at this point, especially. Yeah. When you think about sports legends and architects of great teams, there's very few names that you can really name. Bill Belichick of the New England Patriots, Jerry Krause of the, the Chicago Bulls. And like other than that, I mean, I guess you count Red Auerbach for a lot of the the Boston Celtics success. And I don't know, like. There, there's just not a lot of names that you can name of GMs that were the true architects of teams that put teams together and fielded many championships. There's three, four, five names maybe in sports history, not in basketball history, in sports the history. Fact, the fact that he's one of them, the fact that he's one of them speaks volumes, no matter how good or bad of a person he was, because Last Dance didn't make him look like a good no. person. Um, he got it done. The team got it done. Phil Jackson got it done. Reinsdorf of all people got it done. Yeah. Enjoy what you had. Don't ruin it. That's like that's like well maybe not like but that's like the 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 Rockets fans booing Rudy T at the Toyota Center. Like what? Are, why? What are we doing? Right matter. I don't. I don't see the point. If you want to boo a team though, go to Big City Wings this weekend for the Houston Texans game. Whether it's yeah. going to be Saturday or Sunday, yeah. we don't know yet. Against probably the Ravens, more than likely, uh, we're going to have another viewing we can't say watch party technically it's a watch party it's not a watch party mm -hmm. but it's a viewing of the houston football team playing against probably the baltimore football team if you're in the houston area go there to your nearest big city wings we'll link those in the description later this week once we have finalized details um let's move on pistons and wizards made a trade <laughs> isaiah livers for why you are a washington wizard yeah what are we so doing? the Pistons get Danilo Gallinari and Mike Muscala, and the Wizards got Marvin Bagley the third, Isaiah Livers, Livers, and two second round picks, twenty twenty five and twenty twenty six. I am just 
baffled by this. I, I got nothing. Like, why? I got nothing, man. But why? Why? What are we doing? What? Why, uh, what is the purpose? I don't understand. Why are we giving up? We're giving a, another team giving up on Marvin Bagley. I feel so bad. I he he was trying his best to beat the bust allegations, and him going to another squad. It's not. It's not helping. Um, Isaiah Liver. You know. Pistons fans would make you think that Isaiah Livers is a terrorist, a domestic terrorist, sure. the way he plays basketball. He's he's bad, but he's was he the one that he's, took he's the a Michigan and guy. Then went outside and went went back out yeah. of and dumped it right back. To, yeah, yeah, that's rough. Yeah, that was that was a bad look. But okay. he was Mister Michigan, Mister Basketball. A lot of people. Have he, he's from he's from the suburbs, okay. you know, Detroit guy. All right. I got nothing. I, just, I really got nothing. When I saw this, when I see Woj tweet, I'm like, yes, we're getting something. Like Siakam, yeah. like anything good. Something that's like boiling over. Like I'm ready ready for real traits. And then this is what popped across our screen yesterday. And I was just like, <laughs> or this morning, was it today? Yeah. Yeah, it was this morning by 9 a.m. Today, Sunday, uh, January 14th is when we're recording. So, yeah, I saw it come across my desk and I'm just like, uh, I don't get it. I just okay, like, what cool. does this do? Do you just put Gallinari and um, Bogdanovich together and they're just happy because they're white Europeans on the team? Yeah, like, is that yeah. just like, are we just catering to that? And you, I, I don't, I don't get it. Marvin Bagley also drafted in front of Luka Doncic. Just want to point that out. People, people do forget. I'm just kidding. Nobody no one forgets, forgets that, that one. So nobody. <laughs> Could you imagine Luka and De'Aaron Fox on the same team right now? Oh my. You don't even have to make this a bonus trade. You probably end up with like Tyrese Halliburton or something too. So you just got a three-headed monster. I don't even. Oh my god! Luca would play the three too. Oh my god! What would happen there? Luca would Tyrese play the three. What would happen? Yeah, Halliburton probably takes point guard. And then Fox has turned into a shooting guard, so he's just unlocked. Whenever he gets the ball, he turns into what Kyrie Irving is doing right now. Like. Yeah, that'd be fun. That, it's too bad that you yeah, just decided yeah. to draft Marvin Bagley the third. Um, I you know I hate to get too too off topic, but this is very important to me. I sent you a tweet the other day. You know, I made my crazy trade. You did. Uh, you did uh, prediction. Uh, Clay Thompson and Zach Levine swap. Mm-hmm. I'm not saying that it's happening, but there are rumblings oh, across the league. There are rum- rumors, rumblings coming from whatever coming from the NBA trade rumors Twitter, which which is a very reliable yeah, source. Yeah, everyone, <laughs> it's very trustworthy. Everything that comes out of there is exactly I, true. I don't care. I just I just wanted to do my to do my victory lap on that because no, I get it. Hey, hey, I I I didn't, even I didn't think it was going to happen. So in some part of my brain, I didn't, but I said it. And now I got to stand by it, and you did. who knows? Maybe in a couple weeks, man. That anyway, anyway, trade talks are ramping up. Trades are ramping up, not the good kind, no, but trades are ramping. Trades up. are happening. Um, right. trades are happening, and that's what matters. <laughs> is the, yeah. the opposite yeah. end of the spectrum. Pascal next. The opposite end of the spectrum. <laughs> um, yeah. If you wanted to go oh, see yeah. that Clay Thompson Zach Levine swap trade proposal, head to our latest episode. Um, was released Thursday on the Apollo HOU YouTube channel. Hit that subscribe button, turn on the notification bell so you never miss an episode. There's also a clip. If you just wanted to watch that portion, there's a clip of that on the Apollo HOU YouTube. So we'll do another trade talk on Wednesday. We'll, we'll prepare another trade each and uh, see what we can cook up. But Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Pascal Siakam next, man. I'm rooting for you. I really am. Please.
I'm I'm just begging size um, and rebounding and defense. Please. That's all, all I need. That's all I want. Bismack Biombo. Andre Drummond's on speed now. Bismack Biombo, please. Just like put yourself yeah. on the Dallas Mavericks doorstep and just be like, I will take league minimum. Please let me in the door. <laughs> How have they not contacted him yet? Biombo. I don't know. The, I don't know. The Shangoon stopper. Some, 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 something. Some recalling. Just rebounding yeah. and fouling. <laughs> That'll work. Yeah, I, I don't know. I don't know anymore with these trades. Um, it's great that, you know, the, the, the stove is turning hot. We're at about 120 degrees uh, when you're supposed to cook the turkey at 450 for eight yep. hours. So this is, good. <laughs> this is great. Getting getting heated up Woj. now. Um, you could have just not tweeted this yeah. one. And it <laughs> yeah, like this would have been no effect on my life. Yeah, let the let the local guys get get something for once. Yeah. But man, um, I really got nothing for this. Uh, literally nothing. Isaiah I Livers, Isaiah. Yeah, Isaiah Livers. Like I said, Isaiah Livers. People act like he is the worst basketball player of all time. He's he might be up there right now, um, especially for the amount of minutes and time that he's getting. But I feel more bad for not only Marvin Bagley. I feel just his career, man, sucks. It really does. I. And I don't in 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 the and we need we need a forty five minute. Remember how I was telling you about uh, on the episode how the, someone did a forty five minute um, James Wiseman yes <laughs> breakdown. I need an hour and a half of Marvin Bagley Pistons highlights, lowlights, breakdowns, all that. Yeah, and then I'll feel better about this trade because then I'll really know the man that is going to Washington and helping the helping Kyle Kuzma and Jordan Poole compete for a. Uh, lottery mm-hmm. number one selection. I'm not saying that trades were happening last night with the Wizards, but maybe this trade sparked something in them because uh, they scored 127 points against the Atlanta Hawks and held them under 100 points, and they won the game. Yeah, yeah. Um, how? Yeah, that's you may be asking. I don't know, but th- this is great. Um, before yeah. we go off this episode, let's talk about the Oklahoma City Thunder. They are now yeah. tied for top of the West. Correct. Um, yes. Shea Gilgis Alexander is absolutely in the MVP talks. He's winning yes. player of the months and player of the weeks. And that's usually an indicator of who's going to win the MVP later in the season. So he's, he's got that going for him. Uh, Chet Holmgren obviously is looking awesome. The, the J dubs, the Jalen Williams is, um, spelled differently. Turns out, uh, awesome. Yeah. yeah the Thunder are just sick and I'm jealous that, they're that sick and they don't have to play on national television all the time because they don't get embarrassed yeah. very often. So, yeah, Rock, Rockets Thunder on TNT February twenty oh, seventh. Nice. I think we got only like yeah. a month and a half yeah. till then. Flex. We got an NBA That's flex. Great. That never happens. No. Yeah, we need to start doing that because we need more Thunder and we need more. I don't know Celtics, Denver, just the good teams that aren't like the Lakers. Yeah. Essentially, can we just not put the Lakers on TV until they're good again? After the trade deadline, 30, we'll put 30 the games back a year because they'll have the trade deadline bump. It's gonna happen. Oh man! Once once Jaime Hawkins wins that dunk contest, oh. you're gonna be seeing heat, heat culture games. I'm I still gotta buy flexed. that. Heat Let me tell you jersey. something. It's gonna be sick. Yeah, yeah, awesome. <laughs> I'll text you to remind it's you. We, we need that. <laughs> I'm gonna buy yeah. one from yeah. AliExpress or DHgate. DHgate, yeah, Taobao. Oh yeah. So oh, it's yeah. misspelled. I got I got a Reddit. I got a subreddit with your name <laughs> on it, brother. Just let me know. <laughs> but man, um, the the Thunder are incredible right now. I don't see it stopping. No. Um, damn, the T Wolves in the Thunder at the top of the West. 
Don't you don't you love this? Don't you love this league? It's this, this is, is awesome. sick, man. Because it's this is great. Probably the first time yeah. in I don't know how many years that it's not Golden State, Lakers, Celtics, Heat, even like just the blue bloods of the NBA essentially that we've been seeing for the last twenty years, last ten years even. Like this is awesome. We finally got teams in the West that aren't the Lakers, really. Just that just that <laughs> yeah, aren't the Lakers much. and the Golden State Warriors <laughs> that are at the top yeah. and are pretty yeah. much running the West. It's very fun. It's very fun to watch. If at you're an NBA point, fan, oh, you're yeah. excited about it. If you're a fan of like a team in Texas, however, you're looking at the Oklahoma City Thunder and you're like, this kind of sucks. I'm going to play y'all a lot. I play y'all a lot. Yeah. Don't like that. Yeah. But they're awesome. They're very fun to watch. It's a very fun team. Yeah, I, I enjoy them a lot. Uh, they are my league pass team of the year so Absolutely. far. Um, by the way, we will be doing a midseason awards. We have yeah. to. Come on. Come Why on. wouldn't we? Uh, I'll give you a spoiler, though. The uh, the, the Thunder are my midseason uh, team, league pass team. They're okay. so fun. So, dude, they, they, they just move. They're faster than everybody mm-hmm. else. That's all it seems like it boils down they're to. They're all like faster, 21 taller, years old. They're stronger. It's crazy. Then they're all, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they all just were able to start drinking. They started voting three years this ago. Um, first presidential election they get to vote for this year. Um, for that's them. great. Um, yeah. Yeah. Good for them. Um, so I'm really just excited to continue watching not only greatness, but young greatness. Mm-hmm. You know, I, hey, as a man at 22, you know, when I see Chet Holmgren, when I see the Williams, you know, the Jalen Williams, when I see Anthony Edwards, you know, I see a piece of me in them. Maybe not directly, you know, physicality-wise. Yeah. Maybe not men- mentally or with my mentality. But, you know, I see a piece of me. And I think it's really nice just seeing young dudes just go crazy in the league, man. Like, this, it doesn't get much more fun than this. Um, and I just hope that this is a good trend in the future. Uh, I would love to see, you know, De'Aaron Fox, of all people, go to the Western Conference Finals. I would love to see Anthony Edwards go to the Western Conference Finals. Give me a thunder... Thunder T-Wolves, Western Conference Finals. Thunder Kings, you know, yeah. T-Wolves Kings. That'd be great. Um, man, I, this, it doesn't get better than this, man. I love it. That's why the West will always be better than the East, honestly. Every time. Just one of the many reasons. Every time. I'm very jealous of yeah. your uh, your era, essentially, where you can, you're 22 years old, so you can pin yourself with Anthony Edwards and, and all these players. I've got uh, Carl yeah. Anthony Towns. Um <laughs> Ben Simmons is like right around my age. Um, yep. No, not great. Mm. Just not mm. good. Uh, uh, Anthony Bennett. Yeah, the 2014 to 2016 like yeah. top draft picks. That's that's my age range. So that's <laughs> yeah. sick. Oh Love man, that. I'm in my Andrew Wiggins year. Some some guy tweeted. Uh, mm. This girl. This girl said she's in her Marcus Smart year. She's 36. Yes, I that saw does that. Not that was awesome. going to be a good year. This is great. <laughs> like what? Yeah, that's sick. Love that. Yeah. You got you to gotta stop. stop. Stop with the years after 24. No no, no more years Keep after doing the Kobe it. I want to see how far you can get. <laughs> when I turn 99, that J.J. Watt year. My Wayne, my gonna, Wayne Gretzky hit. year. Yeah. Wayne Gretzky year. It's going to be sick. What are you going to do when Jesus, you get to like the 50s? You just pick an offensive lineman? <laughs> you pick a middle linebacker. It's like my Ray Lewis here. Let's go. Are you going to kill someone? That's crazy. My Patrick Lewis. <laughs> my Ray Patrick Lewis here. Lewis. <laughs> you stab someone? That's Oh, God. that's a problem. Jesus, um, Jesus, man, off the rails, off oh, the rails. Yeah, we're, yeah, yeah. That'll that'll be but yeah. Um, yeah. The Oklahoma City Thunder <laughs> are sick, and everyone should watch more Oklahoma City Thunder. They're very fun to watch. Go get League Pass so you can watch more Oklahoma City Thunder because you're not going to be able to watch it on national television because the NBA is yeah. uh, they're suckers for the Lakers. 
or or use whatever website you deem is stream east don't uh, let, let's not put people hard. in a box whoa whoa chill no. chill don't don't blow my cover chill no out. it's already just the worst website of all time it just never <laughs> <know>. works anymore. <laughs> shout out shout out m-e-t m-e-t-h-s-t-r-e-a-m-s.com okay i love them uh yeah it, that that won't that won't show up in the subtitles right probably the, not youtube doesn't know. I don't know probably not yeah i don't want to blow my spot up too much <laughs> uh piracy piracy man get a job and get league pass yeah you got a point i'm just i don't care where you get your league pass from it doesn't matter to me um but this has been zero gravity Apollo media's nba podcast brought to you by big city wings houston's wing joint and apollo's wing joint head down to your nearest big city wings for daily specials as well as our football party viewing of the houston football team and probably the baltimore football team next weekend Probably at the marquee location off of Katy Freeway. We had an awesome time this past weekend. We're going to do it again this weekend. Keep the vibes going if you're in Houston. And this broadcast is also brought to you by Celebrity Mint. Go check out CelebrityMint.com to check out their legal tender graded collectibles. That's Ric Flair, Mike Tyson, and more. And follow them on social media at the Celebrity Mint. If you haven't already, hit that subscribe button below on YouTube. And Apollo HOU, turn on the notification bell so you don't ever miss an episode. This has been Zero Gravity, Apollo Media's NBA podcast.